This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And thank you for being with us on the Vedic Wisdom. I want to give you a portion of the Bhagavad Gita. Now, this is talking about an advanced understanding of the law of karma. Recently, I've had opportunity to talk with quite a few different people, and the subject has been karma, understanding that you uh, have two accounts of karma. One is for good, and one is for bad actions. So if I do something good, I accumulate something in the good karmic account, and something good equal and opposite will come back to me. And if I do something bad or sinful or foolish, it will go into my negative karma account, and that will come back upon me at another time as well. Now, the two accounts do not cancel each other out. I cannot lose the merit of good karma by doing something bad. Nor can I counter the reaction of something bad I've done by trying to do something good. The real situation is that your free will is given to you to make decisions at the moment in real-time life experience. If you make the right decision, it goes to the good account. If you make the wrong decision, it goes to the bad account. Now, you want to realize that your decisions and your consideration of what will be the result if I do this is something that we are supposed to be trained in from a young age, through school, through life, by our parents. Everybody is supposed to be trained in how to properly use your free will because it accumulates in one or the other of your karmetic accounts. Now, it's pretty easy to understand that the intelligent person will want to have a big, fat, full, good account and a very near-empty, bad account. That that leads to a better future. It leads to a better life, optimism, happiness, all these things. Additionally, you need to learn how to clean up your karmetic accounts. Now, this is a bit tougher because those accounts are held strictly and they're not under your control. You have to turn to the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Lord Sri Krishna, and ask for support. Ask for instruction from the empowered spiritual master. How does one... Uh, eliminate the karmetic cycle because it goes on everything I do I get a good or a bad everything I do I get a good or a bad I'm gonna stop that but I did something else I get a good or a bad it's a big cycle how do I get out of the good and bad accumulation game well that's where we're at in this verse now, I'm gonna read the verse to you directly out of the Bhagavad Gita by Shula Prabhupada this is Lord Krishna speaking giving instruction to us. Persons who have acted piously in previous lives and in this life, 
whose sinful actions are completely eradicated and who are freed from the duality of delusion engage themselves in my service with determination. Now, Srila Prabhupada's purport, he's saying here that those eligible for elevation to the transcendental position are mentioned in this verse. For those who are sinful, atheistic, foolish, and deceitful, it is very difficult to transcend the duality of desires and hate. Only those who have passed their life in practicing the regulative principles of religion, who have acted piously and have conquered sinful reactions, can accept devotional service and gradually raise to pure knowledge of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Then, gradually, they can meditate in trance on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. That is the process of being situated on the spiritual platform. This elevation is possible in Krishna consciousness in the association of pure devotees who deliver one from delusion. It is stated in the Srimad Bhagavatam that if one actually wants to be liberated, he must render service to the devotees. But one who associates with materialistic people is on the path leading to the darkest regions of existence. All the devotees of the Lord traverse this earth just to recover the conditioned souls from their delusion. The impersonalists do not know that to forget their constitutional position as subordinate to the Supreme Lord is a great violation of God's laws. And unless one reinstated in his own constitutional position, it is not possible to understand the Supreme Personality or to be fully engaged in his transcendental loving service with determination. So this verse gives us a clear understanding of stepping up. Yes, we must use our free will and make our decisions such that we get the good results as much as possible. And we minimize our negative results as much as possible. And this awakens us, this gives us illumination that we are able to understand things better and therefore we're able to accept the opportunity of devotional service when it arrives. The loving devotional service is under the control of the Supreme Lord. It is not under anybody else's control. But it's given to the spiritual master and the devotees of the Lord, the spiritual master's disciples, to be protected and distributed. As it says in this verse, the devotees of the Lord travel the planet simply to help uplift the illusion living entities who think they are their bodies and who think that this experience with society and nation and love and family is the all in all. This is called delusional. Yet you look at your life, you look at your television, you look at your friends, they all have this diseased perspective of what is reality. So it's stated in this verse that we must come out of this desire and hate situation. We must act above this. We must come to meditating on, working on loving devotional service. 
The meditation process is carried out by the Maha Mantra. You hear it and chant it simultaneously. And it forms meditation. It controls the breathing process. It controls the senses. It focuses the mind. It gives the tongue activities to perform. It gives the ears activity to perform. It brings transcendental sound of higher vibrational rate all simultaneously. All of the methods of yoga, all the methods of self-realization, all the methods of study of scripture is included in chanting the mantra. This leads to accepting association of those who are devotees of the Lord and are endeavoring to deliver the Maha Mantra and the gift of devotional service under the instructions of the spiritual master Srila Prabhupada. He is in this material world and delivered the, his books to every place in the planet so that everyone gets the opportunity to hear about devotional service and to hear the Maha Mantra. And he sends all of his disciples worldwide to do that very task so that when someone is actually purifying themselves, is using their human form of life and their free will correctly, they're coming to a platform of purification, they're going to want to have someone around to bounce these things off of, to help them to become firm and fixed in their spiritual perspective of life. It's true of any task you take up, whether it's uh, foot racing, to yoga, to business, to music, you want to associate with those who are experienced in it because this gives you support. It gives you encouragement. It gives you alternative perspectives. It gives you expansion of your conceptions. It gives you hope. It gives you fulfillment, faith, determination. And this is the crux of this verse that says that those who are free from the delusion engage themselves in my service with determination. Meaning that you are so aware, you are so firm in your understanding that you are determined. You can't get knocked off of this platform. You can't get confused. You can't get challenged. You can't get illusioned. You're firmly fixed with determination. This is a very important point. Spiritual life is not something you can do and fall away from and not try. No, spiritual life is something you want to make a permanent solution because it stops the cycle of birth and death. And nothing else in this material world stops the cycle of birth and death. Everything binds you through the law of karma. You're doing another act, you get another result. You're doing another act, you get another result. And again, and again, and again, and again. As active living entities, we can't stop acting, thinking, feeling, and willing. So we can't stop putting something into one or the other of our karmetic accounts. So the great knowledge that's here, the very important piece that's here, is the method to get out of it. It's moving your consciousness from selfishness to service, devotional service. 
This transcendental loving service is encouraged, is protected, is carried, is delivered by the spiritual master and his disciples. So when you want to be strong in spiritual life, you must associate with the disciples of the spiritual master. You must become the servant of the servant. Because the spiritual master is this empowered personality, servant of the Lord. And his disciples are his servants. And you become their servant. The servant of the servant of the servant of the Supreme Personality of Godhead Sri Krishna. This is a chain, a chain that links you. Just like there's a train going down the tracks, only one car is hooked to the engine. And the next is hooked to that one. And the next, and the next, and the next, and the next. They all go where the train goes. But only one, the spiritual master, is connected directly to the Lord. All of the other students and disciples and progressive humans are connected in a chain. But they all get to go to the platform of loving devotional service. It is the linking process. This process is guaranteed. Once the train is hooked up, all the cars go to the destination. Guaranteed. Similarly, when you become attached to the servant of the spiritual master, who is empowered and attached to the service of the Lord, there is no question. You will go to the platform of loving devotional service today or tomorrow. So the opportunity is there. And the delivering of this knowledge is the uh, responsibility of the spiritual master's disciples. We've all been instructed by the spiritual master to deliver this knowledge to every town and village on the planet. Where everyone should be encouraged to read the Vedic literature, to chant the Maha Mantra, to eat food that is only offered to the Lord first before taking, and to sing the holy name and glorify the holy name, glorify the Lord and the spiritual master. The potency that is in this simple process just described is beyond our understanding in the material conception of life. We aren't able to actually see or understand how valuable and important and absolute it is. But if we try it, it changes us totally for the better. It's called purification. We become purified from the misconception. And that's another piece that's said in here, that the impersonalists do not know that to forget their constitutional positions as subordinate, loving service servants, excuse me, to the Lord is the greatest violation of God's law. Unless one is reinstated in his true constitutional position, it's not possible for him to understand the Supreme Personality and to engage in his loving service with determination. So this is instruction. This is not speculation. This is instruction. This is where the spiritual master steps forward and guides the students. All of his students and disciples are guided by this verse. Everyone can see that their platform is uh, subordinate 
And the spiritual master is saying in here, yes, you are subordinate. And if you re-establish your constitutional position, you're liberated. It's just you hooked your car to the train. And the spiritual master is the engine. And the two rails of the track are loving devotional service. And the Maha Mantra. This is a very simple analogy, but it's a very powerful process. It's given here in this Vedic literature, in Bhagavad Gita as it is, by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada, for the upliftment and the benefit and the uh, uh, enlightenment of everyone in the human form of life who can hear and read and chant. So it's said that the disciples, uh, the devotees of the Lord, traverse this earth uh, simply to liberate the, the many conditioned souls. They are trying to recover the conditioned souls from their delusion. Now this is a wonderful perspective. This is a selfless conception. They're no longer in it for themselves. They're trying to liberate the conditioned souls who are suffering in this material conception of life. And we're struggling with it because the material conception of life is being spread, broadcast, imposed all over everywhere, all the time, from every direction you can imagine. But nobody's happy. Everybody's struggling with the mind and the senses and the environment and the people and the circumstances. Yet everybody wants to be happy. So the Lord sends the Maha Mantra. He sends the Vedic literature. He sends it through the spiritual master who empowers and, and uh, diffuses all of his disciples all over the world to find you and give you this science and give you this understanding and association and opportunity. So you should receive this Vedic knowledge humbly. You should receive this Maha Mantra faithfully. And you watch, it will build determination. You will see that those who are using the mantra become fixed. The material world doesn't bother them. They know why they're here. They know what to do. They have duty. They have responsibility and duty. And they're totally fulfilled in fulfilling their duty. And this is where you fit in. There is a duty for you. There is a service for you. There is a place in God's ultimate plan that is reserved for you. Every living entity, as part and parcel of the Supreme Lord, has an eternal relationship with the Lord and therefore has an eternal service to the Lord and therefore has an eternal place. Because you're here in the material world, you forget. You forget your constitutional position and your specific place of service in the grand scheme of the Lord. And it's saying to forget that and to neglect that is the greatest offense. Because the, the Lord wants your love. 
The Lord wants you to fulfill your position. You want to be loved. You want the exchange of loving devotional service. You see to the concerns of the devotee, the spiritual master, and the Lord. And the Lord sees to your concerns. It's an indirect way of fulfilling your needs as opposed to a selfish, direct, I'll do it myself point of view. It, it, it uh, removes the illusion from your eyes and it smears your eyes with the salve of love which gives a vision, a clarity, an understanding that you have an eternal relationship, you have an eternal occupational service, you are important on the transcendental plane to see that that service is done. Shri Prabhupada gives the example of a screw. A screw in a machine that falls out of the machine has no other place to go. If it isn't put back in the machine, it has no other place. It becomes useless. But, but the machine needs the screw. So anyone who finds the screw goes, oh, where does this belong? Oh, here. It belongs here in this machine. Put it back. This is the spiritual master. He's finding you and going, you are an eternal servant of the Lord. Your position is vacant. There is a need for you to fill your position again. And he guides you how to go back. So this is our position. We're in the material world like the screw that fell out. And we're frustrated. We have no place. We have nothing that fulfills us. We don't have a duty, a service, a place where we feel needed, wanted, important. But the spiritual master comes under the direction of the, of, of the Lord. And he sends his disciples to find you and bring you back to the loving service. And the spiritual master says, ah, oh, yes, here is your service. You belong right here. And your life is fulfilled. The opportunity to re-engage yourself on the transcendental platform as opposed to the material predicament of life is so vast and so powerful. And it improves the consciousness, it improves the heart. It fulfills the search that you're making for so many lifetimes, trying to find where do I belong? We get that all the time in the young people. I have no purpose, I have no reason, I have no place, I have no support, I have no home. These mentalities are because of the living entities falling from their transcendental position and not aware how to reinstate themselves. The reinstating method is to the mercy of the spiritual master. And he sends his disciples all over the planet to find you who may not know your place any longer. And to reorganize your thinking process and purify your mind and senses and consciousness and reestablish you on that platform of loving transcendental exchange and service. Because the Supreme Lord is missing you. Your position is vacant. Why are you rotting in the material world? Come back and fulfill your position. It's waiting for you. Everyone, the whole machine, shall we say, the whole transcendental realm is waiting for you to come back and fulfill your position and reestablish your eternal occupation. And everything improves. The Lord is satisfied. The spiritual strata is more vibrant. 
The material world is free of your confusion and anxiety. You are free from the misconceptions of life and delusion. You have been reinstated by the grace of the spiritual master. You have no other anxieties. They are all vanquished. Just like a, a light going into a dark room, the darkness is vanquished. It's gone. And you return to your eternal occupational service, which is full of bliss and knowledge and happiness, and it is unending, eternal. This is what the spiritual master is delivering. This is what this, the Lord is saying to you. Purify yourself. Become pious and become ready to accept devotional service, which is the reawakening process of what is your duty and responsibility. Where is your occupational service required? It's required in the spiritual world. It's required right here, right now in this world. Start working on it and be engaged under the instructions of the spiritual master. Associate with the disciples of the spiritual master. Fulfill your life's mission of searching for true happiness and engagement that's fulfilling and rewarding. Learn how to satisfy the spiritual master. Learn how to return to your position as an eternal servant of the Lord. So this is the results of acting piously, where you're freed from delusion and you're able to engage yourself in the service of the Lord with determination. This is the instructions. This is one verse of the, uh, the Bhagavad Gita as it is. All of the verses are filled with much knowledge, with broader perspectives covering all aspects of life and awakening the living entities to their true position. It's very encouraging. It's very enlightening. Read Bhagavad Gita as it is by His Divine Grace. A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. That is the answer. That is the solution. That is your happiness. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.